0: So yeah, I realized we're totally fucked up. We mentioned several times, I think at the beginning and the end, that it's episode thirty-five. It's actually episode thirty-six. I know. Whoops. But enjoy the show anyways. You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Conversationalist Podcast. Uh, This is going to be episode 35. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. Uh, It's October 19th. got a couple of um, stuff that... Well, I guess a couple of items just came out today. And, uh, I don't know, I guess some stuff that's like a little over a week old or whatever. But we're going to talk about it anyways. Um, What we have is some information that actually came out today and actually found this on Nerdist. Um, X-Men's Jean Grey is going to get her own Marvel comic series. Um, Earlier this week, it was revealed that Iceman was actually getting his own um, ongoing series next year as part of the Resurrection. That's not Resurrection with three X's for all of you people with a dirty mind. So just that
1: was you. What? You were like, yes.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't. There's probably yes. somebody else thought the same thing. Sure. So this is just with one X. Resurrection. You can make that
1: real dirty though if you think about it, because you could put erection into that.
0: Resurrection?
1: No. You could put erection into it, it'd be resurrection, but you could just spell it like erection.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. You could do that. <laughs> well this is resurrection with one X in there. And uh it's a, it's an event I guess where they're trying to you know bring back a lot of the X Men's. Um, and now in its 53 year existence, she's never had her own comic book series as a standalone, so it's kind of a big deal for her character. Um, the front cover of what this new comic is supposed to be that's coming out is basically a collage of like different points in like the development of what who Jean Grey is, whether it was her like super old school. Or like as a younger Jean Grey, or her in like, you know, as original member of the X Men, or as part of X Factor or whatever. Um, it shows all these different ones, you know, including obviously, you know, her in like the Phoenix uh, capacity, um, like the the looming shadow of the Phoenix. Um, so, the thing is, is like she's been dead for a long time, as far as the comic books go, um, but. That makes it pretty likely that they're actually gonna con- they're gonna have the storyline for this comic book basically focus on the teen uh version of Jean Gray from the extraordinary X Men or the extraordinary X Men.
1: Nobody's ever really dead in a comic book though. I mean they could always bring you back in some kind of universe.
0: Well, I mean there's multiple universes, sure. But, I don't know. I mean, that's the that's the thought, you know, especially from the uh, from the Nerdist articles that, you know, there's a good possibility they're probably just going to continue on with her storyline, being as that storyline already exists in this other X-Men comic. I mean, they could go somewhere else with it and just, like, you know, focus on a different tangent. I don't know. Um, Wasn't that how
1: she was in the last um, X-Men movie? They started him back at the... Yeah, at the... At the school when they were teenagers? hmm So that would make sense.
0: Yeah. And so the teen uh, the teen gene um, has developed a new blend of telepathic and telekinetic powers while attempting to move past her counterpart's history with the phoenix. This may be a recurring theme. Um, and again, this article is from The Nerdist. Now, it's saying that this uh, comic is actually going to release in the spring of 2017... Um, I guess I could see Amanda wanting to buy the first com- the first thing in this comic. Well, Reason yeah. is is she focuses on like every like female version of a comic. She's like a closet feminist.
1: Feminism, yay. <laughs> Fist pump or whatever the female equivalent would be.
0: What were those uh, Okay, so the ones you were collecting when that uh that actually a uh, good comic book place was open near us before it closed um
1: yeah jerks with their damn personal business yeah they let it fall into their actual business and it tore their store apart
0: you Tards. were you were picking up like multiple subscriptions from them like every couple of months and it was like what
1: so i got she hulk that was good and it was miss marvel when they had her into the um the Muslim girl.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I was reading The Lumberjanes. That one's still going. The other ones aren't going anymore. Miss Marvel and She Hulk. They both came to an end.
0: What about the other one? There was another one, wasn't there?
1: They weren't female driven, though. Was
0: it was like Rap Kings or. Rap oh, kings The Rat Queens. The Rat Queens? Yes.
1: And then they had their whole thing with their, their artist <laughs> yeah. that beat up his wife or whatever. And then there was that. Yeah, I kind of let that one go too, which is sad because that was a really good one. I should probably find those back issues and keep going with that because they're still going. They found someone else to replace them. Oh. It's just, you know, I miss the issues and I'm trying to backtrack. I don't like to get ahead of myself, you you know.
0: Yeah, so she'll probably end up getting this one. I mean, she even has, like, she didn't mention it, but she has, like, Spider-Gwen too and some other ones. As soon as they start, like, talking about female versions of shit... She talks of good game about, like, oh, don't change anything. But she's the first one at the freaking comic book store buying those things. Like um, Those like Spider-Gwen's
1: ones- are expensive. I actually don't have those. I mi- I missed out because I was like, eh. I was eh on that one. And then <laughs> I missed out. And then all the other ones, they're super expensive now to try and go back from the beginning. Uh-huh. Unless you're going to start doing it in the, you know, when they do the volumes. Right. Yeah. Or the reprints. But, Yeah.
0: Well, I want for you. I know. you're probably going to have to get on that bus with the female thorn shit.
1: Be like, "Yay." Yeah, I don't know about all that. You know
0: it. So, uh, moving on from comics. <laughs> I, I I mean, I guess not moving on from comics, but I, I think it's going to be I mean, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I mean, it's good that she's got her own little version. I think she's an interesting enough character as far as X-Men go. I mean, you could really argue that like pretty much any of the characters in X-Men can be standalone. I mean, Gambit's already had his own. Wolverine's had his own. I mean, I don't know that Scott Summers, Cyclops, had his own. But, like, Scott Summers is, like, you know, cool enough that he could if he wanted to. He probably already has, and I'm just not familiar with it. You know, obviously people, um, you know, there's, like, well, I mean, he was there for a little while. But, like, um, you have Archangel, Beast, Nightcrawler. I mean, all these characters, like, are super... Like, super interesting, especially going back with their history and, like, everything that they bring, you know, to the group. You know, I mean, other female characters. I mean, honestly, like, Jubilee, when they introduced her, I was kind of like, eh. I mean, maybe she's not... I mean, I don't think she can carry a comic like she would tank anybody's money. Uh, I mean, personally, but, like, the original, like, older characters of the X-Men. Um, you know, we're talking about Jean Grey, we're talking about Storm. Um, or, uh, Rogue. Like, I think that they're cool and strong enough characters on their own to, like, do their own thing. Especially Rogue. Like, they've kind of, like, done Rogue a disservice with a lot of the movies. Like, she plays, like, pretty much, like, a worthless person that can, you know, can't control her powers except, you know, Oh, I can't touch anybody and all they want to do is love people. But in the comics, like, you know, she had that, that cute little cowgirl twang when she talked and she could fucking fly... ...and she had, like, super strength... ...and she could fucking take your powers... ...like, she was... ...a formidable fucking person... ...I mean, she was basically like a female... ...you know, a female Superman... ...you know, with fucking power-stealing abilities... ...so... ...I mean, I think they all have... ...uh... ...you know, great things to focus on... ...and I was actually kind of surprised... ...because I'm not... ...familiar with, like... ...the rich history that's the X-Men going back that far... ...um... You know, to realize that, you know, Jean Grey hadn't had some sort of, like, focus or standalone of her own it was actually a, kind of a shock to me. But you'll get to see it spring 2017, so I we'll have to put marker calendars on that one because maybe it will be popular and you won't be like, oh, I'm going to have to go back and it's expensive and stuff now. So.
1: Well, yeah, or maybe we can find a place that doesn't shut itself down so I don't lose my subscriptions and all those movies are. Comics that yeah. I missed. Yeah, true and True dat. You really screwed me there.
0: Yeah, you got boned. Jerks. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole other fucking story for a whole other day. Um. So, uh, moving on to some movies that are coming out. This one. This uh, movie trailer. On. Moving on.
1: No movie on.
0: Shut the <laughs> fuck ever, man. So <laughs> I, uh, I I I found this uh, trailer. I would say like probably 10 days ago now. Um probably a little bit longer than that. Um but it was the Underworld trailer and it's probably been out even longer than that, but I didn't notice it till about uh you know 10 days to 2 weeks ago. Um which is the fact that the Underworld has a new movie coming out in their series. It's called Blood Wars which will obviously have Kate Beckinsale in it. I mean It pretty much has to have Kate Beckinsale. You can't have a fucking Underworld and not have her. Like, she's pretty much, like...
1: Those are, like, the only movies she does now.
0: Yeah, I know. But she's so awesome at it. Everybody thinks she's awesome. I mean, she's such a good actor. I really like the dynamics. She's She can definitely show her range as a vampire. I mean, really, you know, I think, like, as far as, like, vampire movies go, very Oscar-worthy performances from her.
1: I really like those tight suits. It really shows her range of motion. That's what that means.
0: <laughs> she is uh very talented.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the, the suits uh the suit's a keeper. I mean obviously she's like ridiculously hot. But like she plays the role very well and it wouldn't be a watchable movie if it didn't include if it didn't include her. I mean, we watched the trailer and uh I mean, I mean, what did you think when you watched the trailer? I mean, having seen the other movies, like I, I don't know if you've seen all of the Underworlds. I know I have, but um, I mean, just based on what you saw, I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you think uh, about the movie as far as like its watchability? Was there anything that kind of made you go like, eh, or like, I mean, was there something that was just kind of like, okay, cool, you know?
1: It looks a lot like the other ones to me. I mean, because they always seem to film in the same style, like you know. There aren't a lot of colors. It's pretty much all the same, which I like, though. I mean, I I kind of like the darkness, like the chilliness. Right. I don't know. I mean, you...
0: I know what you mean. You're, but it's you're like, like a color plot. You're like, oh, if they did it different, that'd be nice. You're like, no. I want to see vampires fight during the daytime.
1: No, they couldn't really do it different. <laughs> it would look weird if they added more color to it. Yeah. Like, it has to have that dark tone. And then that guy from Divergence in it, so that's cool. Yeah. Good for him. He doesn't have to play that little bitch boy anymore. He can go <laughs> off and be
0: Whoever he lar. wants to be. Yeah, look at sort of Kate Beckinsale, that's a big upgrade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I personally I thought the movie looked pretty cool. Um I mean it I mean pretty much from what I could tell, you know, on the storyline is that um basically the vampires want to find her and her daughter So she's, you know, got a daughter. She's to find her and her daughter, and they basically want to drain her blood because, um, like her bloodline specifically is going to be like the key to, to, like, saving the vampires and just being able to make people extremely powerful. Like, you know, what's focused on her bloodline, um, you know, isn't really said, but, um, you know, basically they're saying that, like, her blood is, like, the purest. So, um, you kind of you kind of hear all this stuff as it's going on in the trailer and so um, she finds a way it looks like you know in the trailer to become more powerful the process I don't know what she had to go through to get more powerful I mean because obviously we saw where um, you know Michael ends up you know the lichen blood he's able to take the lichen blood in and the vampire blood in and he kind of becomes like a hybrid where he's like more powerful than anybody in the in the hybrid form but, like, this isn't that. Like, there's something else completely different that she's that she goes through in order to obtain these, like, super fast abilities and, like, the ability... It almost looks like she's teleporting, but really she's just moving, like, the fucking Flash in the trailer. So, um, it looks interesting. Um, obviously, the action is, you know, similar to what we've seen from the um, other movies, but that's what I like about them. So, I like that they're not really... ...moving away from the formula that's made the other Underworld movies successful. You know, it's like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So, um... It's gonna be interesting. Obviously, we're gonna see it. Um, that movie is going to... Um... God damn it. I think I... I thought I wrote down the, uh... Release time for that movie, but I forgot. But I do want to say... That it's, um... Coming out in January of 2017. I might be incorrect, but I want to say it was, like, the first week... Of January might have might have been January seventh or something to that effect, so not too far away. Um, so um, on upcoming movies, we move on to um, a big one. Uh, This is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, which actually just released their trailer um, earlier today. Um, I actually found this on YouTube, and Amanda and I took a look at that as well. Um, there's no release date on IMDb, um, but on the trailer it does say that it's going to release in 2017. I think that it's probably going to be something that's either going to get released like on a like a spring break type weekend where people are off. Or it's going to be held until like a summer blockbuster kind of thing because, you know, it would have to be released during some sort of... Uh, you know, break, in my opinion, in order for them to kind of maximize the amount of money that they're gonna make.
1: I thought I saw a date for that somewhere. Did
0: you? Okay. Amanda's gonna look that up. Um the uh synopsis for the movie as it was released by Marvel Studios says that it's uh the movies to set the backdrop to awesome mixtape number two, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two continues the team's ventures as they traverse the outer reaches of the cosmos. The Guardians Mm -hmm. must fight to keep their newfound family together as they unravel the mysteries of Peter Quill's true parentage. Old foes become new allies, and uh, fan-favorite characters from the classic comics will come to our hero's aid as the Marvel Cinematic Universe continues to expand. And so, it looks like Amanda did find a date. What is it?
1: It's May 5th.
0: Which... Makes sense. I mean, that's probably going to be... I think school will be out by then, won't it? Or just around? No. no?
1: They'll be in there last month. Okay. The Cinco de Mayo.
0: That's going to be cool. That's a, that's a way to celebrate Cinco de Mayo right there. Blam! Go watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Volume 2. So, um, the trailer for it looks actually really cool. Um, you know, what they're doing in like the first section of the movie... They're landing somewhere on some planet doing... I don't know what the fuck. I mean, maybe they're landing on Terran. Um, You know, trying to figure out who his dad is or whatever the case is. But, um, you know, toward the end of the trailer, uh, you know, he's talking... um, Peter Quill is basically talking about, like, oh, you know, Gamora doesn't dance and all this kind of stuff. And so he kind of gives you the indication that maybe... There's a little something there. I mean, I guess you get that feel from the first one. You know, like, he seemed attracted to her. She seemed kind of attracted to him, but not really. And so maybe you just assume that their relationship was platonic, but, you know, apparently not because, you know, he's kind of... Sounds like he's, you know, thinking about a lot of shit, you know, as far as, like, you know, trying to get her to dance or whatever. And so maybe there's going to be some, like, kindling of romance between him and Gamora in this movie uh but uh was it uh the Drax the destroyer? you say his name I think, and so he's basically just you know being like super literal like he always is, you know, throwing some funny one liners out there about you know saying that he just needs to find somebody else that's pathetic like him <laughs> um and then you know right toward the end of the trailer um you uh you get to see. You know, a little snapshot of uh, baby Groot on the uh, on the back of um, why am I losing Rocket? Yeah, on the back of Rocket. So Rocket like shoots through something, and uh, you see like little baby Groot on his back, kind of peek over, and he's obviously grown a little bit since the like last time you saw him.
1: Teenager Groot.
0: He looks like a yeah. He, oh, I wouldn't say quite. A teen, I mean, he's not even as big. Is Rocket like he's still like a little tiny doll compared to Rocket, so he's grown a little bit.
1: Child Groot.
0: Yeah, I don't know. He's still tiny, but it's it's still cute. So cute Groot. Cute Groot, yeah, cute baby Groot, yay! So I mean, obviously, it sparked a lot of sparked a lot of excitement. You know, it's that much closer to um. To being released, you know, just said 2017, but you know, Amanda looked it up. It's May 2017. Um, it's gonna be super neato. Uh, if you want to check out the trailer, we'll actually end up sharing it on um, our Facebook page and Twitter. Obviously, you can go to YouTube if you wanted to, but why'd you want to do that? So, being um, on, we uh, are going to talk a little bit about the possibility of the Bad Boys movie franchise and whether or not another one's coming. Um I was actually on Facebook and I was like flipping through a feed and it looked like um uh O'Shea Jackson Jr shared a movie poster of Bad Boys, you know, what looked like a completed movie poster showing Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in their old roles of uh you know, police detectives and for those who don't know who O'Shea Jackson Jr. is He's Ice Cube's son Um So uh you know he's That was shared on his page And um The, the movie posters basically it says like Bad Boys 3 and I'm like Really you know and so we, I, I was like I searched it on Facebook You know Bad Boys 3 to see if there was like an official Uh movie page and But the you know the thing that had Bad Boys 3 on it Like it didn't appear to be an official movie page at all it was kind of just sharing a bunch of random shit, um, so it looked like maybe somebody hijacked the uh, the the link, you know, to I don't know, just to just to own it because they know the movie's coming. But um, it uh, it appears that it was going to be coming because I actually searched it on IMDb and uh, I found Bad Boys for Life, which is releasing on January twelfth, twenty eighteen. I guess it was supposed to come out sooner sometime in 2017 but it did get pushed back why I don't know but that's what IMDb indicated Um, so I don't know I mean what they would be making the movie about at this point I don't know I mean obviously the first one is just you know it's new these are who they are They're partners (laughs) haha funny stuff they get involved in some big shit you know you get the you get the second one they bring in you know they bring in a sister Shit gets more crazy, raises the stakes. Oh, she's in law enforcement too, blah, blah, blah. You know, all this shit's going on. Um, But, you know, so they got to go rescue her. They go to Cuba. It's more over the top. They're driving fucking Hummers through favelas on the side of a mountain. You know, and having, uh, you know, fistfights in a minefield outside of Guantanamo Bay and bullshit. I mean, it really got got in there. But, uh, I mean, what do you think? I mean... What do you possibly think they could focus on with a Bad Boys 3? Or do you think they might just be like, hey, look, we're still working in Miami. And, oh, look, there's this other bad guy. You know, and just introduce something simple like the first one. Or do you see them trying to go even bigger and, like, more, like, big scheme kind of fucking thing where they're tied up into something, like, ultra huge?
1: Will Smith has a big ego. So I don't think they're gonna pick something small, right? I think he was butthurt that he he turned down the second Independence Day and they killed him off.
0: (laughs) Oh, because he wasn't initially. He wasn't wasn't interested. interested.
1: I think he thought that they were gonna beg harder, and they didn't. They just flat out wrote him out. So I think this is gonna be like his. Oh, maybe I'll just bring this one back instead.
0: Well, the thing is, too, is you bring up a good point, is, yeah, he wasn't interested in doing Independence Day. He was dragging ass, dragging ass, dragging ass. They do the movie without him. Fucking not only do they do that, they kill off his characters, So now he can't come back at all. He's fucking done. With Bad Boys Boys 3, there had been talk about it, like, going back as far as two years, but there was pretty much no indication that Will Smith had any interest in doing a Bad Boys 3, and so I think that maybe because of the fact that he basically got left in the dust with Independence Day, that if he keeps dragging his ass, you know, maybe the same thing would happen with Bad Boys. Like, okay, well, I mean, obviously, you know, they've already done two movies with him. You know what, I, I mean, I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility that they can be like, you know what, let's bring in another, let's bring in another, uh, you know, awesome, you know, black actor, or just another fucking great actor in general, to replace Mike Lowry as, you know, the... the the guy alongside, you know, Martin Lawrence's character, Marcus Brunette, and, you know, see where they go with it. You know, so maybe he did accept it only because he figured, you know, he couldn't really really put it off much longer before they might try to move on.
1: Well, because they could have done, like, in the Men in Black when he went back in time and Tommy Lee Jones basically wasn't in the movie at all. They had the young Tommy Lee Jones, which was Josh Brolin.
0: Yeah, Josh Brolin. He actually did a really good job, though. <laughs> he did,
1: but, I mean, if they wanted to do that kind of thing, I mean, they could put someone else in his place. Or, but accepting it now, if he ever hurts for money, which fool's not ever going to hurt for money, but if he wants to, they can turn this into some kind of, you know, die-hard, horrible franchise where they can just drag it on forever.
0: Like Bad Boys 7? <laughs>
1: If they want. Bad
0: Boys goes to Germany. <laughs> yeah. They could. Yeah, I suppose they could.
1: They could take it either way. If he knocks his ego down a few notches.
0: I don't know. I mean, the first one was amazing. The first one I thought was absolutely well done.
1: He didn't have a huge ego back then, though.
0: Yeah, the second one... It was okay. Um, the action sequences were pretty good. I mean, I think they, they tried really hard to... You know, kind of do better than the first one, um, and they did obviously try hard. Uh, did they do as good as the first one? I don't think so, and I think I don't know that that movie made as much as the first one did, anyways. But um, I don't know. I kind of hope that uh, they do something a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Less over the top. I mean, just do something like more realistic. I mean, obviously you can still be funny and. You know, have the little one-liners they have in there to, you know, add to the humor. But, um, you know, at the same time... Yeah, I mean, you can ground stuff in a little bit of reality and it still be just as good as trying to, you know, get, like, over the top with, like, massive explosions and shit. I don't, just don't Michael Bay it, I guess. You know? Yeah. Just don't Michael Bay the movie. That's all you gotta do. So... Um, that movie is, uh, supposed to be releasing January 12th, 2018. It's a long time. So, I don't know. I think people want to see it, but I'm pretty sure, like, we'll forget about it. That's
1: (laughs) a lot of time to... Yeah, we'll forget about it and then then be
0: like, oh! Oh yeah, that's coming out again. (laughs) So, um... I mean, that's more or less it for what we have right now. Um, I know There was a bunch of other stuff that I was positive was, like, super cool. I mean, there's all kinds of shit going on right now. Um, obviously, uh, Gears of War 4 just released uh, a little over a week ago. I actually reserved that copy, and I just went and picked it up yesterday because I completely forgot about it. Shame on me. And the whole reason I reserved it was because when we were at Comic-Con, we tested it out, and it was pretty cool. Um i guess uh battlefield one just released um on ps4 and xbox i actually went to go pick that up and uh found out that the pc version is not releasing until uh i think tomorrow or saturday so or whatever so i can't go i can't go pick up uh my copy of the game until then which is uh kind of weak it sucks that the pc version is releasing later than the fucking console version and uh So there's that, and then obviously, uh, you know, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is releasing the beginning of next month, I think, during the time uh, that we're going to be out of town. So we are actually going to be attending um, what's considered Los Angeles Comic Con now, and that is actually coming up this, not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, So we're going to be down in Los Angeles attending um, Stan Lee's Kamikaze. That's going to be...
1: L.A. Comic-Con. I just said L.A.
0: Comic-Con, but then I said L.A.'s Kamikaze, damn. Some people still know what comic Kamikaze.
1: Well, it's Stan Lee's L.A. Comic-Con. Whatever. Put his name on it, but he changed it because he has to be a Comic-Con like everybody else.
0: now there's like fucking like three or four different fucking titles for this for this convention, We've never actually gone to kamikaze. We've had opportunities to go to kamikaze like many years and we just always went to other stuff. This year we're actually going, we're gonna cover we're gonna cover a lot of stuff there. Hopefully we get to meet Stan Lee and meet and greet. I mean I know he does them all, all the time. So we're definitely gonna do that. Beyond that, there's probably gonna be a lot of panels that we're gonna be attending and obviously checking out the floor. Um, so we're gonna be doing that and then uh I would say it's probably been about three weeks, three weeks now. I don't I probably didn't mention it before, but Um, about three weeks ago, um, I entered as a last-ditch effort to try to, um, get into BlizzCon. We weren't successful in buying BlizzCon tickets. We were super pissed that BlizzCon tickets basically sold out, like, in fucking five minutes. Typically, they sell out in, like, say, 15, 20 minutes, you know, as they go through the, you go through the queue process, and within, like, a 20-minute period, on the first sale date and the second sale date, they, you know, sell out with, typically, within 20 minutes. Well, this year... Both of them sold out within like five minutes, and then the minute they sold out, you ac- you saw one person posting like eighteen different tickets on eBay, selling them for like six hundred dollars a piece, eight hundred dollars a piece, selling two pairs for two grand, and they were actually selling. And so we figured there was no way in hell that we were going to be able to um, attend this year's BlizzCon. Um, but when the tickets, uh, when BlizzCon had actually announced the date, we went ahead and reserved the um, room ahead of time, because we did plan on going, and for whatever reason, I refused to fucking cancel the reservations for um, our hotel stay, because it was so close, and I'm like, there's gotta be a way that we can go, um, kept looking on eBay, kept looking on eBay, hoping for some sort of deal, just something to come our way, as far as good luck, and um, just nothing Nothing was panning out, like, I mean, even though the prices on like the demand for tickets had gone down, they were still selling for a shitload of money, uh, long story short, Newegg ended up doing, like, a contest that I actually didn't even, like, find out, like, oh, you know, Bl- you know, BlizzCon tickets, you know, oh, yeah, New Newegg's putting on this contest. Quite literally, I was on Facebook, and I was just flipping through uh, my news feed, and I, you know, like Newegg's page for, you know, deals and stuff, and just uh, saw that um, they had posted a contest saying... Um, if you could go to BlizzCon, uh, you know, what game would you want to go there to see? And who would you take? And why? That was the simplicity of the contest. Not to share this, like this page, link 10 friends, you know, and then do all this other stuff. And then you get one entry and all this bullshit. It was a very straightforward contest. And if you won, you got two tickets to BlizzCon. So um, I was on my cell phone. Um, and I was just like, well, you know what? This I'm going to write a little short story. Because there were a lot of people that basically answered like, I go to see Diablo and, um, you know, it's because it's awesome and I totally bring my best friend. You know, oh, and pick me. You know, there was a lot of um, answers like that. And so I wrote like a little tiny short story, you know, like three tiny paragraphs, um, you know, basically explaining that um, in the early – like I would say like within the first year or second year of uh, Amanda and I dating, we were living together when I was actually trying to convince her to start playing uh, uh, World of Warcraft. She would not play. She thought it was so retarded. I
1: looked really boring. I don't have the patience for raids and that's all <laughs> you were doing. You're, it was just, no, I couldn't do it. Well,
0: at the time, okay, this was in vanilla. Like, this was like way early. I mean, I actually started playing probably about two months after World of Warcraft came out and it was only because people that I knew at the time were playing and so they got me to play as well. So I'm playing in vanilla. Um you know, I was doing a lot of raiding. I was actually a holy paladin and uh I had a holy paladin and I had um a uh, a feral druid. And so I would play those characters and so all I ever wanted to do was gear up those characters and with the when I played, I fucking loved it. And I was like this fucking game is like the greatest game I've ever played. I had refused to play for a long time because I'm like, who the fuck wants to pay $15 a month to play a video game? Because up to that point, like, I hadn't played any online games to justify that kind of thing. I thought it was dumb. So anyways, I loved it a lot. I tried to get her to play. She was like, fuck no, that's stupid. And I was kind of like, come on, babe. And like, you know, you. she would be like, oh, I'm bored sometimes. And I'd be like, well, you know, find a hobby. And And so, like, she would try different stuff. And I'm like, why don't you just try to play this game? This game's great. Um... Eventually, she finally decided. Fine, I'll try the game because I'm like, look, you can do all, you can do professions, you can grind this, you can do this. Like, there's all kinds of other shit that you can do in this game that doesn't have anything to do with rating. She tries it out. She ends up liking it, but she didn't. It took a long time for her to fucking finally start playing. She started playing in Burning Crusade. Um, so she started playing, and uh, you know, so when we were playing, we would play together. Um. She was cool with me having friends come over and do like big ass lands. Um, she was also cool when I would go over to somebody's house and we would do like a fucking twenty four hour land. Um, she was always cool with us, you know, doing that kind of stuff last minute and you know. So uh, that's basically what I explained is that you know when I when I met her, she didn't want to do it. Eventually, she did. She tried it. She loved it. You know, we really wanted to go this year. We didn't have any luck getting tickets. It would you know she'd be super excited if if we didn't win tickets she'd freak out I'd be happy and um, you know it'd be cool you know to go there and obviously celebrate Blizzard and you know enjoy all the World of Warcraft related uh, stuff so um, a lot of other people liked the little story that I wrote and um, Newegg ended up sending me a message saying hey you won two tickets to BlizzCon so uh, it just became more real because initially I couldn't believe it um, you know and, and so I was messaging them back and forth and you know they're saying yeah 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 you know Blizzard's gonna contact you you know pretty soon and a week goes by and nothing happens and I'm like hey they haven't contacted me and they're like oh no they'll contact you and then another week goes by and I'm like hey they still haven't contacted me and they're like oh they're gonna contact you and then finally like this week we finally got our individual emails saying you know you guys have tickets you know to BlizzCon here's your image, you know here's the ticket images so that we can go claim our badges and so super excited to say that we are going to be attending BlizzCon this year. BlizzCon is one like exactly one week after um, Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con slash Kamikaze. Um, so <laughs> it's exactly one week later. So um, that two weeks is going to be mighty fun. We're going to be in LA. We're going to be attending um, Stanley's LA Comic Con, and then you know a week later we're going to be at BlizzCon enjoying ourselves and we already pre-purchased our IMAX tickets on Thursday night, you know, before the convention starts at Blizz- uh at an Anaheim Convention Center to see um Doctor Strange. So that's going to be pretty sweet. Got all kinds of shit planned. We're super excited to go. And obviously we want to, you know, thank Newegg for uh for choosing us and all of the people that, you know, read my post and, you know, liked it enough for it to get pushed to the top for us to get chosen. So Yay. Yep. We'll be there at both of those places. Um, so again, we'll post some of this stuff up on Twitter and um, on our Twitter and Facebook. Um, you can check us out on Facebook at Conversationalist. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at At That Podcast. Um, we're on SoundCloud at That Conversationalist. We're also on iTunes at Conversationalist under Podcasts. Um, and you can email us if you want. Ask us questions. I mean, just Whatever. Like, I mean, it doesn't have... I mean, if we don't know something, like, we'll fucking figure it out. Like, if you just have general comments, like, I'm totally cool. Like, you know, taking shit and giving shit back. Um, So email is thatconversationalist at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. It's episode 35. Um, We will talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Bye. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha 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 ha